Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is author Chang Ray Lee, and we're going to talk about his most anticipated book of the year, My Year Abroad. Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, Janine. Uh, I, you know what, I have to be honest with you. <laughs> when I saw this title, I thought, is this about like a road trip or you know, experience, you know, not a road trip, but you know, you're, you know, out of the country and right. how interesting is this going to be? <laughs> right. Because it sounds like, you know, hey, what I did on my summer vacation kind of thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. And I, you know, when I told the title to a friend of mine uh, way back, he said, oh, gosh, that's a terrible title. It's so boring. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but of course, you know, I knew inside of the book that it was actually just kind of a, a wilder ride than than even I thought it was going to be and. So I kind of went with it and decided, hey, you know, it'd be kind of funny to, to just right. have this kind of mild mannered and very comfortable, non-threatening title. <laughs> Definitely. You're, you really mess with us. <laughs> I do. I do. And I, I, I didn't mean to, but I ended up kind of enjoying it. Oh, sure. <laughs> do you think that's where, because you use humor in this book where you don't usually use humor? Mm. Um, do you think that's just you growing as a writer, wanting to show yourself a little more? I don't think it was me wanting to show myself, um, but I think it's me just becoming comfortable with that. Yes. And, and also writing a book that required that. Right. Uh, my other books are, you know, often about big historical things, war and, you know, sexual mm -hmm. slavery and uh, lots of you know, reckoning and, you know, huge, huge kind of moral questions and, and those, those books and questions of identity and those books are, you know, although they have some moments of lighter moments, you know, they're pretty serious. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and this book, I knew it would be totally different. And, and I thought, you know, maybe this book is not, it's not autobiographical, thank God, in any way, but, uh, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. but in some ways, it's more me yes. as the person rather than me as the thinker, writer, you know, storyteller. Yes. And, and particularly in Tiller's voice and the, the voice I use to, to, to tell the story, I, I kind of let myself come out a little bit more mm -hmm. and, and, um, and I, you know, I, again, only because the story required it, because uh, yes. I'm, I'm not really into talking about me, <laughs> but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> as the writers aren't, you know, that's why we write books. But, right. um, uh, but, I, but I felt, I felt like, uh, you know, it was, it felt natural. And, and so maybe I'll do it some more. Who knows? That's great. Without giving too much away, can you give the listeners a sense of what the book is about? Well, it's, I mentioned this kid, a uh, 20-year-old kid, Tiller, who's, uh, you know, a suburban kid, bored, not very, you know, special in any way as he thinks it. And he meets this Chinese, local Chinese businessman in New Jersey where they live named Pong and uh, is inspired by him and finds him kind of delightful. And Pong asks him to be his assistant on some adventures, uh, business work that they're going to do. And, he, and they basically go all across Asia and uh, encounter business but the business of course is not just business but a lot of life yes. and and then um and the other part of the story is what happens in the aftermath of that and so you have two storylines uh where he 
is shacked up with an older woman in her early 30s and her young son mm-hmm. uh, who are in witness protection for other reasons and uh, where they have a, just a very cloistered, uh, all, you know, purportedly safe life and mm-hmm. where they're kind of hiding. And so it's, I wanted to have the, the, the two stories uh, because I wanted to see what, how, how Tiller was settled after all his, you know, crazy experiences. Yes. Tell me about your writing process, because I'm always very fascinated in having guests share this. So when you thought about writing this and you had the title, or maybe the title came after you'd written it, um, did you have everything mapped out? Or as a writer, does it just, did these characters just unfold? The only thing I really knew well was Pong's story and his backstory. So Pong is the Chinese businessman. And I knew that he had all these, you know, enterprises going. And then I also knew about his past in China and his parents. Uh, There's a whole thing about the cultural revolution and what happens to him. Mm -hmm. But uh, other than that, no, I I knew that they were going to meet. I knew that they were going to go to Asia. I knew they were going to meet all these people, but uh, and maybe this is something that um, I enjoyed in my previous book on Such a Full Sea, which is kind of an adventure story, too, where she, the heroine goes out and and just encounters all kinds of strange folk. Um, uh, I knew that they would do that here. And, and part of the fun and part of the scariness uh, for me as a writer was was not knowing what would happen in the next page right. <laughs> and <laughs> and kind of writing to it. Like, you know, sometimes thinking, um, and maybe this is, this is how, what informed me is what would be most frightening for Tiller mm-hmm. or challenging or delighting yes. in, in a, in a kind of deep way. And then write that. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? Well, you know what uh, it sounds like, Chang? It sounds almost like screenwriting where you, you, you uh, interject the unexpected or, you know, Yes. Or, you know, I always give an example like um, all they need is the key to get into the, um, you know, the uh, bank deposit box. Up oh, right. wrong key. Oh, the right. key broke. You know? right. right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and with and with with uh, books. And this is what I tell my student you and regardless of every story, any story, whether it's a quiet domestic drama or a wild adventure, you're always trying to have the character confront his or her greatest you know problem or fear at that very yes. moment yeah give it give them something that is hard to deal with if you don't it'll just seem very anodyne and boring yeah um and and so yeah i mean it's and but of course it's not just confronting them with something that they physically and plot wise have to deal with it's got to be something um you know for literary purposes of because literature is about consciousness that really shakes them in terms of their being, right? In terms of their psyche and is part of their development. Uh, And so that's the key. Was there any part of you in these characters? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I I like to think of this book as, as I mentioned, a lot of different kinds of genres. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's both on the face of it kind of a, besides being an adventure picaresque novel, it's kind of a coming of age novel. And it's also kind of a middle-aged crisis novel. (laughs) Uh, And and I kind of have both because, you know, I'm a middle-aged guy and, you know, as all middle-aged people do, we we sometimes think, oh, you know, I'm so settled and established. Everything seems okay. But gosh, what else is there out, you know, in the world? And, 
and then also and and then i think that makes you feel it look back with nostalgia and sometimes dread with to you know your teenage or young adult years where where everything was possible where you were innocent where you had no idea what was going to happen you didn't have so, the fears you have now uh no because you didn't know what they were exactly yes. <laughs> and, and and so i like the idea of having a character who was both you know he's 20 years old in the book but he's not exactly a 20 year old right i mean right. he's somebody who has a little bit more somehow appreciation or attentiveness to you know some deeper issues yes uh, if not master of them at least he's clued in or beginning to be clued into them right how did you come up with the themes in the book you know you, food is a big theme for example yeah I mean, it's more that i found my way into it and food mm -hmm. is is a way you know i love food and 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 I love to just talk about with other foodies and, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of chef friends and stuff like that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but the book is not ultimately about food. I mean, it's, right. it's, it's about food as a vehicle, as a, as a way to get into, you know, the obsessions, uh, often extreme exception, obsessions um, of people. It's, it's really a, a stand in for a way to talk about sensuality. Yes. And, and the body. Right. And, and what we do to feed ourselves and 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 to maybe try to answer the question, you know, why we're so damn hungry all mm -hmm. the time, you know, mm -hmm. metaphorically. Sure. E like even though. Right. Even yeah. though even though, thank God, many of us have what we need. Right. Right. Uh, and and so. So that's the that's why, you know, there's such a focus on. It. I hope, of course, it's kind of fun food wise, but. Uh, ultimately, you know, that it, it means something, uh, something more than that. You know, it's interesting to, to talking about this book in the pandemic. I feel like it's definitely been a time for tremendous introspection for people mm. where maybe they weren't very satisfied in their soul or they overlooked how much they had in their lives that they weren't having gratitude. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, you know, it's made all of us, um, it, it, you know, it's funny because my, my life is um, has been kind of a pandemic life all along. <laughs> I just sit in really? my office any well. I sit <laughs> in my office anyway, and um, yeah. so it's um, so it's 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 interesting to me when uh, to see how it, uh, everyone else has had the opportunity to kind of sit in their own home office wherever right. that is and right. and just kind of be, and then it, you just can't help but be confronted with all these questions. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I want to read something so people can get a sense of your background um, and then ask you how it feels to be where you are right now. I'm going to read some quotes. Um, a deeply influential writer about race, class, and immigrant life in America, Chang Ray Lee, has built a dazzling reputation as a spellbinder. This is from the Hartford Current a master craftsman, the Washington Post, and one of our most silken storytellers, the Boston Globe, and has been honored with top prizes, including a Penn Hemingway Prize, Dayton Literary Peace Prize, Asian American Literary Award, Pulitzer finalist, and Newstat International Prize for Literature nomination. Um, you already were named one of the most anticipated books of 2021 by Vogue, Oprah Magazine, CNN, and more. How does this feel, Chang? Well, it, it's great. I mean, it's it's gratifying to to 
to hope and to see that there is hope that people will at least you know, take a look at the book, (laughs) you know, we don't, we, you know, we spend so much time and I always tell this to my, to my students and friends and everybody who don't really understand what it's like to be a novelist, which is, I don't get to finish things very often. You know, this is my sixth book. Well, it's my sixth book. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I I feel like I've finished things six times in my life, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, really finished something. And, and so after you finish, it's, you know, you do wish that people will take a look at it and enjoy it and, and that it, it in some you know, meaningful way sure. uh, introduces something. And, and so that's, that's what's been nice about, you know, all the attention uh, for the book so far is that I feel like, oh, yeah, people are talking about it. And, and, and I, of course, most, most importantly, I hope really take a look and, and see, uh, see if it, you know, can mean anything to them. How long have you been teaching writing at Stanford? Uh, for five years now, uh, for many, you know, I've been teaching for 25 years. Uh, so this is my fourth place and, uh, and I, I really love it. And you're in San Francisco um, primarily. Yes. Have you yes. been there for the, over 20 years or were you teaching? No, no, no. I just been here five years. I taught in Princeton for, for 15 years before that. Okay. So you're East coast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. That's okay. wonderful. Were you well, always, did you always know you want to be a writer? Uh, uh, no, not really. Uh, oh. I always knew I loved writing, um, and uh, um, but you know, being an immigrant boy, maybe uh, I never never thought that it would be be a career that I could follow. I have a question for you because you're probably thinking, what kind of show name is "Get the Funk Out"? Um, my question is, what do you do, or what have you done to take care of yourself when life throws you into your own funk, personally or professionally? Oh, gee, I don't know. Is it called, uh, you know, the Rioja? <laughs> what? Like, like my favorite wine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, well, I, I, uh, I actually do like to get out and exercise, That's to tell good. you the truth. I mean, I, I read and stuff like that, but sometimes I have to just feel my body. Yes. Get out yes. And, and tire myself out and. Right. And, and that calms me. Um, That's good. Yeah. And does writing play a role in that, in calming you? No, the writing is stressful. Interesting. <laughs> no, writing is yeah. stressful. Yeah. Interesting. No, it's work. Yeah. It's work. Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah, it's, work. it's work. Anything else you'd like people to know about you or this book? Oh, no, well, maybe the book is about, um, you know, the body, you know, ultimately. It, mm-hmm. it talks about a lot of things, makes a lot of commentary, but. It's about how we engage with the world in almost a bodily way. Yeah. And if people want to find out more about you, where can they find you? Uh, well, uh, I don't have a website, but, uh, you know, the, the Penguin Random House has a website about that. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Okay. So, thanks so much. Thank you.